Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 50 degrees, near 50 on Thursday, mid-40s on Friday, and dry for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We are looking at 35 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Tuesday morning, December 19th. Welcome in. Lane. Coming up this early morning for you Tuesday on WTOP, an investigation locally underway after a D.C. officer shoots a man. New details on an Ohio man's weekend attack outside a local synagogue. I'm Scott Gelman. A federal judge halts work to remove the Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. New training for D.C. police aimed at helping those with mental health issues. I'm Matt Small. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. The rough weather east of the Mississippi that's hit the past few days is just about over, says the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. There are improvements on the way. The entire system is on its way out. The rain will be leaving. The snow eventually will be dying down as well. And those winds in particular will be coming down pretty significantly. The U.S. Department of Transportation has fined Southwest Airlines $140 million for last year's travel meltdown. Details from CBS's Mark Strassman. Southwest will pay the U.S. government $35 million and set aside another $90 million in travel vouchers for future passengers delayed three or more hours. Add this punishment to more than $600 million Southwest has paid already in refunds and reimbursements. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a tough immigration bill into law. Senate Bill 4 is now law in the state of Texas. From a border wall construction site in Brownsville, Texas, Governor Greg Abbott making it a state crime to enter Texas illegally. We expect a dramatic drop, well, well over 50%, maybe 75% of the people coming across the border illegally. Migrants' rights groups call it a show-us-your-papers law and vow to strike it down in court before before it takes effect in March. Adriana Pignon with the ACLU of Texas. Fuels racial profiling and harassment and gives state officials the unconstitutional ability to deport people without any due process. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The world's fourth largest steelmaker based in Japan is buying U.S. steel. Nippon Steel has agreed to pay $55 per share in cash for U.S. steel headquartered in Pittsburgh. The historic American company whose founders include J.P. Morgan and Andrew Carnegie will become a wholly owned subsidiary of Nippon Steel, creating the world's third largest steelmaker by volume in an industry increasingly dominated by Chinese rivals. Lucy Kraft, CBS News, Tokyo. Democrats and Republicans continue to try to make a deal that would strengthen the southern border and provide additional military aid for Ukraine and Israel. But CBS's Ed O'Keefe says they aren't there yet. It really hasn't changed much since the weekend when we know everybody was talking. Well, there's still just a lot of talk. Democratic leaders suggesting there's been progress. Republicans saying they're pleased that the negotiations have continued as seriously as they have. But over the weekend, a handful of them said, we want to have a group meeting, a caucus meeting, 
in January after the break to really go over this. The family of former North Carolina and NBA center Eric Montross says he has died at the age of 52 of cancer. He'd been diagnosed only in March, which led to him stepping away from his work as an analyst for UNC game broadcasts. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. WTLP News Time 303. The Tuesday morning, December 19th, 2023. Welcome in. Hardly cloudy by daybreak. We're looking at a low of somewhere between 30 and 36. Winds out of the west 10 to 15. Right now we're at 38 degrees. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this early 3 a.m. hour together here at WTOP Tuesday. A man is in the hospital this hour after being shot by a D.C. officer during a chase on foot. It happened, we're told, around 8.30 p.m. last night, Monday evening, on F Street in the Penn Quarter neighborhood. According to police, officers were patrolling at the time the area when they came across a man they believed may have had a gun. As officers tried to stop that man, he ran off, we're told, and allegedly displayed a gun. Moments later, one of the officers shot the man. Anytime, obviously, there's an individual out here on our streets uh, armed with a firearm, that there is danger to the public. Um, you know, luckily in this case, uh, there was only one individual who had, has a minor wound. Uh, we were able to bring that person into custody and recover the firearm. That was Jeffrey Carroll, the MPD Executive Assistant Chief of Police. He says this morning the man was shot in the lower body and is listed this hour in stable condition. A gun was recovered at the scene. The officer involved in that shooting has been placed on administrative leave while the department reviews their body-worn camera footage. WTOP at 3.04. We turned out a new information Tuesday morning here on WTOP about a scary scene outside a local synagogue. Brent Wood is accused of driving a U-Haul van onto the sidewalk right in front of Kesher Israel Congregation in Georgetown. That's where charging documents say he yelled, gas the Jews, and sprayed an unknown substance as people left the synagogue. There was a class going on in the building at the time of the Sunday morning attack. People were evacuating after the synagogue got a bomb threat over email, documents say. When a D.C. police officer got there, Wood was recording with his phone and holding a canister. Wood said it had fart spray in it. He was arrested and charged with simple assault hate crime and resisting arrest. He's been released until his next court appearance in January. Wood is also being ordered to stay away from the synagogue. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now NBC4 spoke this week with Rabbi Chaim Schaffner who was teaching a class at the time inside the synagogue during that incident. This is a country where everybody should feel free to worship as they want to worship. I mean, that's what America is built on, uh, freedom of, of religion. And if we've gotten to a time when people can't do that, I think it should worry all of us. Schaffner says he was concerned at the time the suspect was planning to do something much more violent. WTOP at 305, new training coming locally next year for D.C. officers. The department says it hopes it will actually help to lower the temperature when officers encounter someone who is in a mental health crisis. It's called Integrating Communications Assessment and Tactics Training, or ICAT for short. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says all 3,300 sworn officers and police recruits will go through a two-day course, which includes classroom and scenario-based training starting in 2024. We want our officers to demonstrate empathy, passion, and care, but also to not be afraid to take the necessary law enforcement actions in order to protect our community. In the district, Matt Small, WTOP News. WTOP News time at 3.06 Tuesday morning. A Confederate memorial that has stood for more than 100 years locally in Arlington National Cemetery was supposed to be taken away. 
But now this morning, a federal judge has stepped in apparently to stop its removal, at least for now. The bronze statue of a woman crowned with olive leaves stands above 400 Confederate graves. It was marked for removal by a federal commission that listed monuments and names that honor the Confederacy. But Scott Powell, a volunteer with the group Defend Arlington, working to preserve the monument, says it was erected in the spirit of reconciling North and South. Well, I think the monument should be left alone. It's been there for over 100 years. It celebrates reconciliation. A federal judge in Alexandria has issued a temporary restraining order barring the monument's removal, and he's ordered a Wednesday hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 307. Traffic and weather coming right up. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Thank the Lord for the night It's Toyota-thon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyota-thon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyota-thon selection, twice the Toyota-thon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year-end. The thon is on. Shop Toyotathon at twicethechoices.com. It is the morning, December 19th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks at 3.08, we turn now to Rich Hunter at the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, Dean, traveling on 95 Southbound in Virginia. Good news, the work zone that was Southbound as you approach and pass the interchange uh, for Dale City Exit 156, the work zone now picked up and cleared. All lanes are open. There's no leftover delay. Northbound 95 remains in good shape, leaving Fredericksburg headed up toward the Beltway in Springfield as of late. Nothing reported in your road in the in your way on the roadway. You're moving really well at this hour, so great news there as well. Now, if you're traveling on 66 eastbound from Haymarket to Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge, nothing in your way so far. Traffic's been flowing freely. Uh, pretty quiet ride so far. Uh, making your way in, so that's good news. Uh, no issues on the George Washington Parkway in other direction, despite that long-term work between the Beltway and Roslyn. No need to work around that to get to Reagan National early if you're headed out toward Dulles. Uh, Dulles Toll Road and the airport lanes look good, leaving the Beltway headed out toward the airport. Greenway looks good out of Leesburg, headed toward Dulles. Uh, no issues on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound, headed up toward BWI Thurgood Marshall International Airport. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. As we move through the day today, it's going to be another cold afternoon, but at least we'll have some sunshine. Highs around 40 degrees, but with wind gusts 20 to 30 miles per hour, it's only going to feel like the 20s and lower 30s. For tonight, we clear things out, cool things down again. Tomorrow, 45 to 50 degrees. We're near 50 on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 37 degrees in Alexandria, 39 pin quarter. You're waking up this early 3 a.m. hour with us. This Tuesday morning, December 19th to 35 degrees in Columbia, we are at 38 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the 3 a.m. hour on TOP Tuesday morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310. 
On WTOP, of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check it now with Steve. Apple has announced they'll be pausing online sales of their Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 models starting this Thursday at 3 p.m. again online and then in stores coming up this Sunday. Apple stock is down just a half of a percentage point and traded just over $196 per share. Just modest gains across the board on Wall Street. The Dow finished up just a fraction of a point. The S&P 500 was up 21 and the NASDAQ was up 9. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. And overseas this morning, Asian stocks have been mixed most of the morning. Right now, the Nikkei is up by 460 points. The Kospi is up two. The Hang Seng, though, is down 107 this morning. The Shanghai is up two. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 311 on WTOP. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use. Community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samsa.gov. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last-minute shopper? Relax. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't-miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more in Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. Across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. It is Tuesday morning, December 19th, 2023. Welcome in. Glad you're starting your early morning with us in this 3 a.m. hour. If you're just joining us, we're under a cold alert today. We're looking at a partly sunny sky, breezy, cold, highs near 40 for the actual high. Winds out of the northwest, 15 to 20, gusting at times to 30 miles per hour. So it's another windy day. Right now, we're at 37 Alexandria, 39 Penn Quarter, 35 Columbia, 38 and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. 3.13 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Former President Donald J. Trump is trying to do away with that gag order in his federal election interference case here in D.C. He's now asking this week the full U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in D.C. to reconsider an earlier ruling that upheld that gag order. This morning, our Dimitri Sotis talks to Devlin Barrett about this, who covers national security for The Washington Post and is the co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter about the former president's latest legal maneuvers this morning. He's asking for the full appeals court panel to rehear the question of whether there should be a gag order against him. If you remember earlier this this month, a three-judge panel ruled against him on that score. And even though at the time his campaign declared it a victory, Clearly, they they want another shot at this. So they're asking for the entire appeals court judge bench to take a look at this. Now, in terms of what 
type of gag order is in effect, it's not as robust as it could be from what we understand. Right. It's a fairly limited gag order. He's allowed to essentially badmouth Jack Smith, the special counsel. He's allowed to badmouth the process and the Justice Department, but not witnesses, uh, potential jurors. You know, they're, they're, what they're trying to, to, the needle they're trying to thread here is not let him say anything that would, in their minds, sort of affect the criminal justice process. Now, I've been uh, anticipating our conversation because I guess in my mind it's not fully clear whether this D.C. trial is moving forward in any way now that the U.S. Supreme Court is involved uh, in terms of deciding once and for all whether Mr. Trump has immunity, as he argues. Until then, is, is the whole thing just kind of frozen? The whole thing is kind of frozen. And there's a really interesting sort of tactical battle going on right now in which Jack Smith, the special counsel, is trying to get this issue of immunity before the Supreme Court as quickly as possible so that the delay is minimal. But there's also at the same time, there's a potential fight over this issue at the court of appeals process. It's almost as if the case has splintered in two directions and it's going to be up to these judges, both on the Supreme Court and the appeals court panel to sort of figure out how quickly are they going to resolve this and how much time is this going to consume? I was also fascinated in just reading online, listening to various shows and podcasts, how uh, the same action can be interpreted at least a couple of ways. In other words, depending on the political bent of who's speaking, Jack Smith really screwed up here or is a, is a brilliant tactician in what he's done. So I think what Smith has done in going directly to the Supreme Court is a is a sound legal strategy. Um, it, that doesn't necessarily mean it will work. That doesn't necessarily mean he, he will ultimately win. But I think that the logic of it is sound. But the, the truth is, we don't know how the, the higher courts are going to resolve this and how quickly they're going to do it. That's Devlin Barrett, Washington Post national security reporter and co-author of the Trump Trials Newsletter. Look at the top stories we're following for you this early Tuesday morning on TLP. Can Israel scale back its attacks in Gaza to save the lives of innocent civilians? The U.S. Defense Secretary is in the region talking about that right now. And has the Senate made any progress on providing that new military aid to Israel and Ukraine? We're watching from Capitol Hill this morning. Keep your dial here on WTLP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTLP.com. Hi, this is Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW Mini of Sterling. Due to the overwhelming response for our Black Friday One Price Sales event, we are going to be doing it again from December 26th to December 31st. Wait, did you say One Price like no haggling, no let me talk to my manager? Yeah, I did. With the aggressive year in incentives, this One Price Sales event might be the holiday gift you are looking for. Save time, save money. We're making it easy at BMW Mini of Sterling, located in Sterling, Virginia. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. People love their pets, but sometimes need a little extra help providing the care they deserve. That's why, since 1944, AWLA, the Animal Welfare League of Arlington, has worked every day to provide people and animals in need with resources, care, and protection. From animal adoption, lost and found, emergency food and rehoming services, to vaccine, chipping, behavioral training support, spaying and neutering, and more, AWLA always is there to help. For more information about AWLA's many good works, visit AWLA.org. Cleanup efforts underway up and down the East Coast following the powerful storm that moved through. We'll bring you the latest coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP. Time now is 318. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Rich Hunter this morning on the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, Dean lost another couple of work zones. Work zone in Maryland that was on 95 northbound between the Beltway and 212. That has since wrapped up and cleared. All lanes are open. Still in good shape on 95 south, headed down toward the Beltway in College Park. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, both inside and outside the Beltway, in good shape. 270 south from Frederick down to both loops to the Beltway, also free and clear. 66 westbound in Virginia, work zone west of the Roslyn Tunnel, gone. All lanes are open. Still working out Manassas, approaching exit 44 for the Prince William Parkway. That blocks the right lane. It's where you get by without delay. And work continues on 395 northbound as you approach and pass Washington Boulevard, headed toward the Pentagon. Again, single file left, get you by, but... Traffic volume is still light and you get by without delay. You have the option of using the express lanes there as an alternate if you want to avoid the work zone altogether. Now, still at the closure in McLean, a Georgetown Pike between the Beltway and Swings Mill Road for wires down. Utility crews remain on scene. Same goes for the closure in Fairfax County between uh, Merrifield and the city of Fairfax. Arlington Boulevard still shut down at last report between Nutley Street and Prosperity Avenue. And as a result of a down pole and a down tree on wires, which apparently occurred yesterday morning, that remains closed in both directions. So, again, just be aware if you're coming east from the city of Fairfax, you can get beyond Nutley Street, but Nutley Street is going to be your best option to get around that closure or just use US 29. If you're westbound, you can get to Prosperity Avenue, but not beyond that point. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. As we move through the early part of the day and into the afternoon, we are going to see brighter skies, so that will be at least a little good news, but we still have to contend with windy conditions today. Highs around 40 degrees, but wind gusts around 30 miles per hour. That's going to add an extra chill to the air, with feels like readings only in the 20s and lower 30s. Moving to the day tomorrow, mostly sunny, 45 to 50 degrees, near 50 on Thursday, middle 40s and dry on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're checking the airports at 38 degrees this 3 a.m. hour. Reagan National, 37 BWI Marshall, 36 Dallas. We're down a degree to 37 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this early Tuesday morning here on TOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTOP at 321. Good morning. If you're new to WTOP, welcome. This is where you'll hear news that impacts you. We are hearing about an incident in Bethesda. A storm system is moving across northern Virginia. Two crashes on I-270 with two lanes blocked. Here's the latest expert advice on college admissions. A new drug for Alzheimer's is offering new hope. If you've been relying on WTOP News for years, thank you for being a loyal listener. WTOP News. Facts matter. I heard it on WTOP. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. It's Tuesday morning, December 19th. Welcome into WTLP. Time now is 322 in the morning. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. 
He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. Cleanup efforts are underway up and down the East Coast this morning following that powerful storm which knocked down trees and power lines and flooded roadways from the Carolinas to New England. At least four people have died because of these hellacious storms. Waist-deep water in New Jersey. Firefighters taking people to safety. Near Boston, flames shot out from a downed power line. And in Queens, New York, a massive tree fell into Catherine Papapaiolis' house. No one was hurt. The house has some damages, but it did not came into the house. Students in Campton, New Hampshire, were dismissed early as floodwaters from the nearby dam started to rise. That's the Weather Channel's Mike Seidel. This morning, near whiteout conditions and blinding snow also caused massive pileups, we're told, on Interstate 94 near Kalamazoo, Michigan. Meanwhile, Boston saw record high temperatures. An elected leader locally in D.C. and five others were fined for committing voter fraud. Vanessa Rubio is an advisory neighborhood commissioner at Ward 4. NBC4 reports this morning she voted apparently both in D.C. and Maryland back in the 2020 general election, according to the D.C. Elections Board anyway. Documents from the board show that Rubio voted in person in Maryland on November 1st, 2020, then in D.C. two days later. Now, Rubio admitted she voted twice to the board, but said she didn't think it was illegal because D.C. is not a state. The elections board fined her 500 bucks. Rubio declined to comment on the case. Five other voters who the board said double voted were ordered to pay a lesser fine of $100 each. They also voted in D.C. and Maryland. The officials said the cases are not said to be related. School day. Funds that help area school systems during the COVID pandemic are being cut back. And that is impacting how local leaders are planning their budgets for the coming year. WTOP's Kate Ryan looks over Montgomery County's school budget. $3.3 billion. That's how much Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said is needed to operate schools in the next year. Right now, $125 million ESSER dollars are paying for mental health resources, curriculum resources, technology, and so much more. ESSER refers to the federal money that was poured into schools as part of the COVID recovery plan. But $92 million in that federal cash will dry up. So McKnight is hoping to use the remaining $33 million to continue to pay for social workers, school psychologists, and restorative justice programs. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It is Tuesday morning, December 19th. Good morning. Welcome in. 325 and Frankie's turn this morning. Second straight loss on this West Coast road trip for the Wizards as they fall at the Sacramento Kings 143-131. Jordan Poole, 28 points in the loss for the Wizards. They'll stay out west. They visit the Portland Trailblazers on Thursday night. Monday night football, it was a wild one as the Seattle Seahawks score with about 26 seconds left. They go on a 94-yard drive in the last 90 seconds, basically, to get the uh, go-ahead touchdown and win 2017 over the Philadelphia Eagles. So Philadelphia's string of not being able to beat the Seahawks is now 15 years and counting. Again, the uh, Seahawks get the win 2017 over the Eagles. 
by the way, have now lost three straight. Commanders have lost five in a row. They're four and ten. They intend to keep Sam Hallett quarterback as they visit the Jets on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Early line, Jets are favored by three in this one.